Good morning, listeners, and welcome to today's broadcast of Mercury, a broadcast of hope. This is day 516 since coming back on the air. I'm Agnes Drew, and with me today is Max O'Brien and Dr. Rosalind Clark. Listeners, we have glorious news. Normal Power Station is up and running. Max and Dr. Clark are here to tell you all about yesterday's move and install day's challenges and triumphs. Thanks, Agnes. The news is certainly good. The windmill is standing proudly on the cliff face, tethered to the solid footings, and connected to a five-battery bank. Joshua, Deerfield resident and electricity expert, checked the system for faults this morning and found it was generating and storing energy. One battery was nearly full already. But before we go any further, let me say thanks to Agnes's grandma for being the inspiration for our windmill electricity generating station. You see, listeners, it was Agnes's memory of the old windmill at her grandparents' farm that sparked the potential for the windmill when we spotted it on a recent supply run. Now back to yesterday's events. Dr. Clark, Anna, Agnes, and I were packed and ready to go prep for the move at first light. We were expecting about five folks from Deerfield to help out based on the RSVPs we'd gotten up to that point. Well, no one was here at first, and we were contemplating putting the project off and getting back on the air to ask more people to come help when people from all the various communities just started showing up in a big crowd, 25 in all. We're so grateful for the group that showed up. They had ladders, rope, more batteries, five bags of cement, all the supplies on our list. It was so exciting. Joshua was there, of course, and had his wire and piping, I mean, conduit. I can't say enough about how wonderful it has been to have Joshua overseeing the project. He even agreed to write an ops manual for the station and train me, Agnes, and Max on routine maintenance. I never thought of myself as the mechanic or electrician type, but I'm ready to meet the challenge. This power station... The normal power station... Yes, the normal power station is going to open up new opportunities for us and all the folks that join the exchange when we get that going. I've been giving some thought to how to handle the ham radio and getting that back up and running to try to expand our communications, but I'm getting ahead of myself. I am just so darned excited. Maybe Agnes is rubbing off on me. With all the manpower we had, we were able to get that fence down in no time flat. And then we set to work on the windmill itself. A little grease and some sturdy wrenches helped us get the veins off, and we chipped away at the moorings. We had a bit of a time trying to get it to tip over without letting it crash to the ground, but we did get it onto the aluminum sheeting, and then we called on our horsepower. Anna's trusty horse, Hippocampus, along with the other horses she and her family ride, were hooked up to the sheeting, as well as a couple of mules that were brought over from St. Eloise Row, and we dragged it down the street. We had people with ropes helping the animals pull and also helping to guide it, as well as people whose job it was to find and remove the obstacles from the path. Getting it up the hill to the cliff was obviously the hardest part, but once we got it up there, getting it back upright was surprisingly not that difficult. Then we bolted the veins back on. Then the brains took over from the brawn. Joshua and I fed the wiring through the conduit and in through the window of the storage building we'd built to the battery bank. We'd taken the time to lay a concrete floor so we could line the batteries up in series. Joshua had installed the breaker panel and breakers yesterday, and connected it to the battery bank, so wiring the windmill into the panel was pretty short work. Once it was all connected, it took about an hour for enough electricity to be generated to show up on Joshua's voltmeter. We all sat around eating our lunches, but mostly watching the veins go going round and round, hoping that it was all going to work. What a terrific relief when Joshua yelled out, She's generating! We all yelled and high-fived all around. 
Then the brawn team went back to action and buried the conduit. Meanwhile, back here at the station, I was holding my breath with anticipation. With the windmill all the way up the cliff, I couldn't see them unless I climbed up on the roof of the station and used some binoculars. It was so great to see Max's victory signal, his red shirt on an oar high in the air. Yeah, it felt good to hoist the old red t-shirt high. What will also feel good is hearing the crackle of the old ham radio's hum as I connect with listeners far and wide. Max, you're going into Agnes mode again. Oh, yes. Back to the hearing now. Listeners, Joshua predicted that the steady winds should fill a battery a day. We'll be checking on the batteries with the voltmeter twice a day and swapping out full batteries for an empty one from our small stockpile. The Deerfield folks, along with Rockport and St. Eloise, brought 10, and we still have the two lawnmower batteries. I'll be getting the ham radio up as soon as I can, and we'll start monitoring the emergency frequency for anyone who might be transmitting. We'll all be working on the logistics of a battery exchange and a satellite one at Deerfield. Max, I think we had better wrap it up here now. Oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, For Mercury, a broadcast of hope, this has been Max O'Brien, Agnes Drew, and Dr. Rosalind Clark, signing off for now. Huge thanks again to everyone who pitched in to make the normal power station a success, especially the Wonder Woman Anna Thomas and her trusty steed Hippocampus. Big changes ahead, but our message remains the same. Take care of each other.